Hello, boys and girls. Welcome back to Creepy Crawl Cryptids. I'm Adam Gonzalez. And I'm Jesse. I said my last name! Oh, Espinoza. <laughs> Alright! And we're going to talk about men who wear black. Is it a fashion statement, or is it just being edgy? Or maybe that's all aliens can make. Wait, I read that wrong. My bad. Men in black. Yeah, that's on me. <laughs> men, men who wear black. Oh, I knew we should have got something to eat in between these episodes, but you're like, no, I'm fine. That was a good bit. It was definitely something. It was, it was better than bad. (laughs) That's, that's what I shoot for. That's my, that's my bullseye. Okay. How about let's just talk about the men in black. So the men in black, they're men, they wear black, um, Will Smith was one at one point, but he doesn't quite fit the description. Uh, men in black uh, usually look like taller, larger, hu- human-looking beings <coughs> resembling um, with bald heads, no eyebrows, very expressionless, pale white faces. Yeah. They often look, as some would say, identical or very close to, uh, very similar in stature, walk around kind of in sync. Very, very unsettlingly and lightly unhuman. Yeah, they're real creepy. They have, like, ruby red lips. They're emotionless, and they talk in a monotone voice and all that. They got large eyes, and, uh, yeah, you pretty much got it down. Uh, They basically show up to tell people, like, hey, don't talk about the UFOs or cryptids that you saw. Uh, Are they going to get us? I mean, it's a possibility. Talk about cryptids a lot. Yeah, but, you know, we're just a couple of soft boys. I, I think they know that we're afraid of them. I'll be men in black. I'll do it. I'll go threaten people. I <laughs> haven't told them about that yet. Oh, they threaten people sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll intimidate you. Um, yeah. yeah, that does sound cool. And so, yeah, they, they claim that they either work for the government or a secret organization, and they'll pull out a card that just says crest on it. With a crest, bleh. They'll pull out a card with a crest on it that just says security written on it, and they refer to each other as numbers. Are people that gullible? I mean, probably. Like, we could just put on suits and walk around with, like, security, <laughs> and be like, hey, hey, you, I'm part of the government, and then just show them a security thing, and, like... Yeah, it seems like, I don't know, I'd probably just be like, cool, bro, you're government security? <laughs> uh, so, depending on whom you ask, the men in black, MIB, are either another nutty UFO conspiracy or part of a secret government agency mm. whose job it is to contain the truth and keep the public from going to mass hysteria because of the realization that we're not alone. Yeah, or they work for the aliens. Well, that's what I said, that they're, that they're either another... Oh, oh no, thought... UFO, a UFO conspiracy, or they're aliens, yeah. Yeah. But, like, this is what I don't get. <laughs> so let's say they work for the government. Why don't they just use people? Why do they use these creepy people? Maybe they're just people with bleached skin. Not, not to be mean, but... R.I.P. But Michael Jackson kind of looked like a man in black. Yeah. Well, but later in his life. But like, 
Why use? Wouldn't you want people that like blend in and stuff? Because if I saw one of these dudes walking around, I'd be like, "Oh, this guy's a straight up man in black." Yeah, for sure. But I think that's kind of also the point. Because remember, they they like they press people. Oh. Okay. Yeah, they're like, "Hey, you better stop." There, there's. I think they're supposed to be scary. Okay. Yeah, you better you better stop looking at UFOs before you get before I f u o. I wish you could see this, you guys. <laughs> He's doing a lot of motions, a lot of pointing. He looks manic. He's yeah. feral. And then, it, so let's say they're aliens. How is it that they've mastered interdimensional travel, <laughs> space travel at least, but they can't make a person look like a normal person? Yeah, we're, we're human. <laughs> I I am who, man? Uh, give me I give me like money. beer and cheeseburger. They're in, like, Russia saying that. <laughs> Russia's like, an American! <laughs> Did you ever see that commercial for Pizza Hut that uh, in Russia where they're, like, uh, Korchev or whatever his name is shows up, and then they're, like, uh, they're having a debate on whether he's, like, a hero of Russia or, like, ruining Russia. Oh, no. <laughs> and then uh, they're, like, well, he brought us Pizza Hut, and so they're all, like, excited. <laughs> That's, that's really good campaign a campaign running like yeah. a campaign starter yeah yeah he brought Pizza Hut and McDonald's to Russia now look I don't I'm not even gonna go there with that I was just like I don't like Trump but <laughs> if he personally delivered my pizza yeah and he wants to start a space force like <sighs> but also he's very <laughs> racist and uh in tournament camps. So, the men in black um, always appear unannounced. They are clad in black business suits. Uh, and they usually warn people to stop their research on UFOs or face the consequences. Uh, in most cases, the men in black uh, have seen aliens, uh, you know, on some accounts. Uh, or they're aliens themselves. Mm-hmm. themselves um, Which is probably more likely because they look weird. You think so? Yeah, uh, I don't know if the government would, like, get weird people to do this. And then finally, there's also an idea that perhaps there's a form of demonic supernaturals. Hmm, that's I, always possible. But I don't, I don't get where, that's, where they're going with that. Demons are the natural enemies of aliens. <laughs> Is that... Yeah. Is that Because, <laughs> like... Do aliens have demons, or is demons just in on Earth? Well, so do, what if we're just God's side project? Oh. So what if God made a bunch of species, right? And then when we die, we go to heaven with a bunch of other species? <laughs> have you ever seen The Twilight Zone, when it gets into color? Yeah, uh, well, I've seen most, a lot of it. My mom loves The Twilight Zone, and you know, sci-fi does the, mm-hmm. uh, the marathons. Yeah. So I've seen so much yeah, of it. Yeah, Twilight Zone's pretty sweet. Yeah. So, there's this one episode, when it goes into color, and it's not very good anymore. <sighs> it's real disappointing, when they go into color, because it's just not good. You could tell they're trying. Yeah. But... Have, you, have you watched the new one, with Jordan Peele? Oh, no, I haven't yet. I've been meaning to. Yeah. Any anyway, anyway, so they're on Earth. It's the Cold War. Aliens show up and they're like, "Your weapons are barbaric. Your way of warfare is dumb. We're just gonna kill you all." And so they're like, "Bro, we can figure this out. Just give us some time." And he's an all power, a powerful alien. He's like, "Cool, okay. Uh, I'm gonna send this comet." 
and oh no, he blows up a comet to prove that he can do it. Because <laughs> I think the Russians were like, "Do it! You can't do it! You can't destroy the Earth!" <laughs> so he blows up a comet. So he's like, "All right, you guys have like a week or whatever. Figure it out." And so the USSR and like the Allies are figuring it out, and they figure it out. World peace is established. The alien shows up, and they're like, "Look, we figured out. So it's uh, it it's everything's good now." And the the alien's like, "No, like we didn't like you for your warfare. Like you, we made you so that you could be our soldiers, and you guys aren't good soldiers." <laughs> So we're just gonna kill you all, and the alien kills them all. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. Yeah. Um, One of my favorite, like the one of the corniest episodes. So aliens come down, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's uh, you know aliens show up, Mm -hmm. and they have like this book, and they hand it to the humans. Humans are decoding it. So the front, the title of the book is "How to Serve Man," and so everyone's like, "Oh, like they, you know, they, they like they want to help us," and they're Mm -hmm. they're telling people like, "We, you know, we're here to help you." board our ship we're gonna take you we're gonna take care of you uh-huh. and so one of the main characters of said episode is she's trying to decode more of the book and so as she decodes further into the book she comes to a stark realization and i believe her boyfriend or husband is boarding the ship or a friend of hers uh-huh. and so he's boarding the ship and sh- sh- the alien ship and she like is sprinting down there as dramatic as can be because it's mm-hmm. twilight zone yeah back in the 50s there. so yeah, i'm sure she gets down there she's like <laughs> Don't get on! And he, and he like turns around and he's, and he's like, what? And he, she's like, it's a cookbook! <laughs> <laughs> it's a how to serve. <laughs> oh, that's pretty amazing. Oh, it's such it's such a stupid twist. <laughs> and, and they're just like, well. <laughs> like, and like, they like push him in and they board and just take off. So you can assume all those humans got eaten. Yeah, they got ate. But like, it's a cookbook. Imagine, like, being an alien, <laughs> having space travel, and just going around eating. <laughs> like, why? Can you imagine humans being receptive to the aliens? Like, we want to serve you. Uh, Actually, no. Yeah, yeah we would. We'd yeah. be like, yeah, they do, because we're America, the greatest goddamn country in the world. God made us in His image. <laughs> yeah, God made us, and then made alien slaves for us. Oh, and man. then the aliens just obliterate us, and we're like, well, yeah, should have saw that coming. With God, that. why have you forsaken us? So yeah, they're not good at making human skins. They just they so they didn't buy the um, the actual DLC for human skin. Oh my god! And so instead, it's just something like like you know when you don't buy the DLC but you try to make a looking character that's in the DLC. Yeah. And so it, it's close. Oh my god! We should have ate before this episode. It's lacking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. All right. So let's talk about the first reported encounter. (laughs) Maybe get back on topic. Hopefully. Uh, So, uh, the first reported is Harold Dahl. So while he was fishing, he saw six flying uh, saucers fly by, and they dumped some molten waste into the water. So the debris killed his dog and hurt his son. So he started telling people about this, and so the men in black showed up. And they told them hey, don't go public. And so he's like, cool, bro, I'll stop. Then the Air Force shows up, because this is like Cold War. 
So, of course, they're like, oh, some flying shit? We're going to check this out. Right. Oh, but it took, like, a couple of weeks because the Air Force, like, did it. It was just, like, one dude that yeah. was in charge of this. And so he just, like, eventually got <laughs> over to it. We'll get down there. <laughs> yeah, so so they show up, and he just kind of tells them what they see. Uh, and there's even, you could actually see the FBI report on it. That's neat. That's actually really neat. Uh, yeah, but later he denies everything, saying it's a hoax. Because well, he got threatened by men in black yeah then he later was like oh no i was under duress because i was threatened so it's not a hoax oh i mean he would have had to kill his dog hurt his own son and then be like yeah aliens did it (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah yeah um that's all you have on him yeah that's really the whole story so i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna jump to to herbert dr herbert hopkins um so he was, you know, doing what people do when they get yelled at by the men in black. Mm-hmm. He was uh, researching a, like UFOs and alien ships and whatnot. And so a man in a man clad in a black suit appeared at his front door, knocked, mm-hmm. and was like, "Hey, man, let me in." And he was like, "Okay," and like let him in. He was like, "Yeah, I'm in a government entity, you know, the spiel." Then the man in black proceeded to go, "There's two coins in your pocket," and Doctor Herbert was like. Well, you're not wrong. <laughs> and uh, and so he was like, take one of those coins out of your pocket. And Hopkins was like, I might as well do that. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, that's a door. Oh, that scared the living <laughs> shit out of me. I, I was like, oh, World War Three started. <laughs> like, We're all about to die. <laughs> like, And this was creepy Colin Cribbins. <laughs> dead make sure to put on your hazmat suits <laughs> um yeah so hopkins you know as any hopkins complied and he pulled out his penny which the article i got it from was like and pulled out a shiny new penny and i felt like that was unnecessary <laughs> um in the palm of his hand the men in black the man in black told hopkins to watch the coin closely mm-hmm and he watched it closely. So he's watching the coin, and apparently it starts to like, like get like fuzzy, almost like when you're watching TV and it starts to lag or something, like when you're <laughs> like playing a game. And it became a silvery, glowing color, began to fade, mm-hmm. and then was suddenly gone altogether. Oh. The man wearing black told Hopkins that I'm quoting here. This coin will never be on this plane again. <laughs> plane, P-L-A-N-E. Yeah, plane of existence. Like, what? Is it yeah. in the fire plane now? The plane yeah. of fire? The plane of itchy? <laughs> he then... <laughs> plane of itchy. Oh. He then inquired... Uh, <laughs> whether Hopkins was familiar with the alleged UFO abductee, Barney Hill. Hopkins was like, yeah, I've heard of Hill. Uh, but was under the impression that he had died in the not-too-distant past. The man in black then informed Hopkins that was correct (laughs) and said, Barney didn't have a heart, just like you no longer have a coin. (laughs) Uh, It should be noted that Barney Hill died of a cerebral hemorrhage, so Uh uh, take that with a grain of salt. Uh, the man in black then gently suggested that Hopkins destroy any material he had related to the UFO case. Hopkins then proceeded to burn everything he had. Yeah, that seems like a reasonable response. 
<laughs> I really like oh, yeah, that, that guy that's dead he didn't have a heart just like you don't have a penny ah! <laughs> and be like alright just, just tell me what you want and please please and then I love that gently suggested uh-huh. yeah I'm sure it was gently suggested <laughs> Oh god! Like so, they have the technology to make things disappear, but they don't have the technology to make good skin suits. Well, that's why they're demons, because uh, demons can never make proper skin suits. Because even when someone's possessed, you can tell. Because well, demons are chaotic as fuck, mm-hmm. and um, and so it's like you know they're out here, uh, and they're just making things go to hell. That's that's how they make things disappear. Demon, demon. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about uh, Robert Richards in 1967 in Ohio. <clears throat> he was driving around and he hit a UFO, but the second he hit it, uh, it disappeared. <laughs> and so uh, he, he, there was like a piece of metal that broke off, so he picked it up and uh, he went home and he gave it to a friend to like check it out. He had a friend that was a scientist or something. Right. So the men black show up. And they're like, where's that metal piece, bro? And he's like, oh, I don't, I don't have it. I gave it to a friend to check it out. And they're like, so they, this is exactly what they said. Uh, if you want your wife to stay as pretty as she is, then you better get the metal back. So they're just space mobsters. Yeah, basically. So. You gotta be sleeping with the space fishes. <laughs> you know what? Sleeping with the space fishes. They're space fishes? <laughs> like. Now they gotta kill you, because now you know about the space fishes. <laughs> I know where they put the bodies. Uh, in in Space New York. In a Space New York river. Oh my god. What's that? Isn't there a river, or like a lake or a river in New York that like, there's it's notorious for getting bodies thrown in it? <laughs> Probably. I oh, did you hear recently the first ever space crime? No. So this, this female astronaut uh, accessed her like ex one of her ex's bank accounts or something illegally so she did the first ever space crime uh so could one make the argument that she is perhaps a space pirate (laughs) i guess in the loosest sense of the term (laughs) but like space pirates confirmed is space considered like international waters yeah maritime law maritime law but in space but if he, she's in the ISS, is that still international waters? No. International space? No. If you're in... Oh, wait. Well, that's that's sticky. Yeah. Because even even when you're on international waters, if you're on uh, American, an American ship, it doesn't matter. You're in international waters. Hmm. Unless, does it matter if it's a, a, a military ship? No, that's the thing. I don't know anything about maritime law. I know the I know the phrase, and I I know certain passing jokes, but like that's about it. Uh, I'm gonna Google maritime law, so <laughs> you go ahead and fluff for a minute. All right, <clears throat> I'll just start talking about um, the next story. Jim Templeton, he's in the UK. Uh, so he took a picture of his daughter, and when he got the photo developed, he noticed that there was a man standing behind her. Uh, he appeared to be in all white, as if in a spacesuit, looking up at the sky. So he he had uh, he sent it to Kodak to see if there's like just something fucked up with the camera, and they're like, "No, it's good, bro." Then two men in black uh, dudes show up, 
referring to each other as nine or and ten. Uh, so they asked him where the photo was taken, and when Templeton told them that he hadn't seen the man, they stormed off in a rage. Uh, he was later uh, contacted by an Australian missile silo, a dude who worked at an Australian missile silo. Uh, I'm going to cut you off really quick. Two men. I, and I'm very sorry. It's all right. But the maritime law is so complex. Oh. Cause, so it's a body of laws and conventions. Oh, okay. Uh <clears throat> That that you that are used by all the countries to, to relatively govern the sea. Mm-hmm. So maritime law, also known as admiralty law, is a body of laws, conventions, and treaties that govern private maritime businesses and other nautical matters such as shipping or offenses offenses occurring on open water. International rules governing the use of oceans and seas are known as the law of the sea. And so then it goes into like a bunch of weird details. So there's like weird licensing stuff and contracts for shipping contracts for maritime insurance. Then there's the International Convention for the Safety of Life at Sea, the International Convention for the Prevention of Pollution from Ships, the International Convention on Standards of Training, Certification, and Watchkeeping for Seafarers. So these are all conventions they have to hold what the law should be held in international waters are. Um... Then there's there's special considerations, uh, fiduciary financial advisor. Ma- oh wait, yeah, uh, like financial stuff. Like it's so complex. There's so much. Hmm. So what about killing people? Huh? What about killing people? I didn't look. I didn't see. But well, that's the thing, right? So the thing about maritime law is that it's law that since international, the entire world has relatively agreed upon. Mm-hmm. By the entire world, I mean the big boy countries who are who sit at the big table because they're mm-hmm. big boy countries and make all the rules. Mm-hmm. So us, um, UK, Russia, China, Japan, the ones that sit in, mm-hmm. uh, so we sit in and decide what can... Because US can't say, oh, you have to be 21 or older to drink on international waters if you're an American citizen mm. because there's other countries who have 18 as their drinking yeah. age or, you know, lower. And so it then becomes, that's why the question is, so they kind of get a census and then they like have like rules for different things. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of like a combination of law of, of worldwide laws. Hmm. What about space though? What is space law? There is none. <laughs> Well, all I know is that uh, the moon is owned by America, right? Yeah. Well, we have our flag on it. <laughs> so, so we own the moon, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's how you that's how the, you own something. You put your flag on the it. The moon is the 51st U.S. state. <laughs> it's going to be when Trump starts with Space Force. SpaceX. Oh, I'm so SpaceX. excited. Yeah. You, do you think astronauts have SpaceX? Yeah, there has been. Oh, there's yeah. like reported SpaceX? Yeah, yeah. The, there is a married couple that were astronauts. Oh, and they recorded it for science purposes. Yeah, or they're just freaky. Well, freaky. <laughs> no, well, no, because... <clears throat> Think about it. Yeah. I'm sure it's different. Because I yeah. got, want our bodies react to space differently. Because yeah. we're not supposed to be up there. I, I I hate space. I love space. Oh, God. Space terrifies me. Uh, if I ever had the opportunity to go to space, I'd do it in a second. Would you really? Yeah. My biggest doubt. fear... And it's just getting drifted away in space. Yeah, I get it. But, like, you'll be in space. Like, gravity turning off. And we just float away. I'm like, Jesse! <laughs> I think about the world stop spinning more than I should, I feel. Uh, but I feel like it's been going this long, so we're probably good at least for our lifetime. Wait, the, the world's flat. <laughs> <laughs> 
If it was spinning, we'd all fly off, okay. Jesse. Everyone, I need you to message Adam. L- tell him to let us do a Flat Earth episode. <laughs> it's going to be like 12 hours long. Yeah, it's going to be our longest episode yet. It's going to be a great time, though. All right. Um, back to your story. Sorry about the interruption. We're going to talk about Flat Earth every episode from now on until we do a Flat Earth episode. <laughs> all right. So yeah, uh, so a dude working at an Australian missile silo said that he saw two men wearing similar outfits in their security footage. So there's some spacemen running around out there. Oh yeah, the spaceman that was on the girl's head in the picture? Yeah. That was a really funky picture. Yeah, it's weird. And the fact that even like the, um, what was it, Nikon? Uh, Kodak. Oh yeah, the fact that even Kodak was like, yeah man, we don't know. (laughs) Like, that's weird, you sure there was no one out there with you? And he was like, yeah, there's no one out there with us. (laughs) Like, it's... It's funky, for sure. Yeah. Um, I have... This is this is kind of my finishing one. I think it's a pretty good one. Do you have any more? Uh, I have the demon one. You want to go through the demon one really quick? Yeah, let me find the demon one. Yeah, I want to close. <clears throat> oh, we also haven't talked about the... The guys caught on footage. That's, that's my... Oh, that's your thing? Wait, okay, okay. Close. Oh my god. Alright, alright, so... For, for the men in black being demons. Wait, sorry. You said that there was footage of guys just walking around, like... Yeah. In spacesuits? Yeah. Where? In Australia, on a missile silo. Oh. Can't trust Australia. <laughs> so, so the UK sent all their... Uh, <laughs> Sent people to America. Whatever. It's like some normal people, some rich people. Then they sent all their criminals to Australia. Yeah. They're all the sons of criminals. (laughs) Australia's a scary place. And so that's why, like, are we sure it just wasn't one of their demon bugs they saw (laughs) walking around? I mean, everything in Australia is trying to kill you, so I'm sure... Aliens are the least of their worries. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, an astronaut suit. Okay, what about the eight to nine foot, t- I don't know, mammal that <laughs> is just swole and likes to box <laughs> and can kick you through a window? There's literally a monster running around that can beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Kangaroos, one, will fight. Uh-huh. They are known to fight. Two. Yeah, they're Australian. We'll, They'll we'll, fight. We'll go to windows and just look <laughs> in. And they're swole. Right? Yeah. Kangaroos get to like eight to nine feet. Oh, I didn't know they got that big. They're I might be I might be exaggerating. Let's let's find out. But they're humongous. It's horrifying. They're bigger than I am. Yeah. And they can only they only got one little nipple, so they can only have one baby at a time. That's that doesn't does that make them scarier? <laughs> it's well, it, it's kind of interesting because it's literally survival of the fittest. So like when they gave birth, when they give birth, basically the the baby just kind of crawls out of them, right, and has to climb up their body to get to their pouch, right. And usually they have like two or three, so it's just whoever gets to the nipple first is the one that doesn't die. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah, it's a bummer. Uh, yeah, hold on, let's see. Okay, so we have the eastern gray kangaroo, which can get to six foot six, hmm. and then the red kangaroo height. Hold on, yeah. So one that's already too big. I just gotta. That's that's way taller than I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like your height. Oh, 
oh, this isn't really much better. Um, the largest confirmed red kangaroo was 6'9 mm. and 201 pounds, but normally they're between 4'9 and 5'9. Oh, okay. Well, they're still pretty big, though. That's that's normal human yeah. size. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people look at them in eye line. Uh, they're they're taller than most women. <clears throat> yeah. Oh. Oh. oh, man, Australia! Like, you. It's nice that you have nice beaches, but like, I don't get why they aren't just have witchers running around slaying <laughs> monsters. They have, they have monsters, like creatures in Australia. Not even, and they're not even cryptids because it's not like, oh, sometimes we see them. No, just waltzing around. <laughs> yeah. We should do an episode just on Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Covering all the creepy Australian creatures. Yeah. And koalas. That's just a poorly designed animal. Yeah. You oh. know, from the eucalyptus, the way they eat, they grind their teeth down before they die of old age. So more often than not, they starve to death. Oh, yeah, koalas. <laughs> koalas are poorly designed. Because eucalyptus, they have like almost no nutritional value. Yeah. Oh, man, Australia. See, this is what happens when you're stuck on an island without predators. It's these bullshit animals. <laughs> well, I was, I was watching a video the other day, and they found fossil evidence on an island of, like, mm, like three feet guinea pigs. Oh, wow. Yeah, because apparently, like, they, like, there was drift, like, continental drift. Mm-hmm. And so, like, guinea pigs, hamsters, small creatures, ducks, got stuck over there. And they had no, like... No terrestrial uh, predators. Yeah, they all just grew. They just gigantified. <laughs> That's pretty metal. Yeah, it was neat. And then some of them took up like the predator spots, like a branch of duck kind of evolved <laughs> to start eating small mammals. Could you imagine coming to this island as like an explorer <laughs> and like duck swarm you? <laughs> well, just turns around and gets on the boat. Just watch them like eat your friend. <laughs> Turn, turn the boat back around, boys. <laughs> I don't know what's happened on this island, but I ain't dealing with it. Yeah. Who got cooked? Didn't didn't an explorer get cooked? What? Yeah, an explorer got cooked. I don't know. I forget where. But he showed up and was kind of rude, so they cooked him. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And then he was like, God's going to punish you. And I was like, well, maybe if you weren't a dickhead who was trying to colonize. Oh, maybe it might have been the guy who like discovered Hawaii, I think. Because, you know, Hawaiians are, like, super chill, right? Yeah. So they base, he shows up, and they just basically party, because they're like, cool, this new dude is here. And so, but then he just stays there, and they're like, bro, you've been here for a while. Like, we keep giving you stuff, because we're, ni- we're, cool, we're Hawaiian, so we're chill as fuck, but, like, we need you to go. And he's like, oh, no, but you guys worship me as a god, right? Like, no, no, we just... We're just cool bros, you need to leave. (laughs) Uh, Well, so, James Cook... Oh, I haven't talked about the demon. Sorry. Yeah, James Cook is a guy who got killed by the Hawaiians. Oh, oh, okay. But I don't know if he got cooked. But I sure (laughs) hope so, because that's poetic. Yeah. No, yeah, the Hawaiians... So when we first pulled up to Hawaii, they were like, yeah! They showed us all our customs, they treated us really nicely, fed us, um, they did, you know, their traditional hula dancing, and, um... Everyone walked on, rocked around topless. Mm-hmm. That was just how it went. <laughs> yeah. And and Americans and like colonizers were like, that's <laughs> impure. And and Hawaiians were like, no, like it's just it's fine. Like the girls, like you know, it's not because yeah. Hawaiians weren't terrible people. Yeah. And the colonizers were like, no, like that's wrong because yeah. they were the ones 
who have issues. Yeah. Like, God. in the rainforest, they force them to wear clothes, and since it's always damp, they're having all these, like, fungal issues, because their clothes are always wet. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, the demon thing. <laughs> anyway, demons. We don't need to talk about imperialism. <laughs> this isn't what this is about. Uh, all right. <clears throat> so, Mr. Bender, he's a UFO researcher. Uh, he's in his bedroom. Then all of a sudden, he smells brimstone and gets lightheaded. He lays in his bed, and all of a sudden, some tall, skinny men in black suits materialize through the walls. Uh, he was told telepathically to stop his race, his research. Uh, but he's like, nah, fam, and he ignored it. <laughs> and it kept happening every night, and then he got real sick, and he's just like, alright, I guess I'll listen to these demons now. <laughs> Clever guy. Yeah. Took him how many warnings? I, I don't know, it just doesn't happen every night. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it took him Every night time. has to be more than three. Yeah. Alright. Hey, when demons tell you to do something, just do it. Uh, well, no, because then that's how they get you. When I you guess. submit. Yeah, I guess you're right. We did a possession episode. Yeah, you're right. We did an exorcism episode. But you know. Alligators, crocodiles. Shane Sovar. Uh Uh-huh. A hotel owner slash manager. And his um, security guard buddy saw something strange outside the hotel. Mm -hmm. Something fishy. Something space fishy. Uh, Mm -hmm. A UFO. They were like, whoa, UFO. Telling everybody, as you do, because it's UFO. Um, and so, a couple days after they start telling everybody, <clears throat> two men in black walk in. Mm-hmm. A little a little aggressively, are kind of pressing the matter, and they're like, where's Shane Sovar? And they're like, well, he's not here. <laughs> and they're like, where's Shane Sovar? And they're like, he's not in today. And what about security guard? They asked his, I forget his name. They're like, he's not here either. And so, they, everyone looks a little uneasy, right? They're like, alright, they just walk out, whatever. Mm. It's done done and over with. Shane Sobar comes back, and they tell him, like, hey, some creepy dudes came in looking for you. <laughs> like, it was off. And so, Shane's like, oh, okay. So, he went and checked the, um, uh, the footage. Yes, security cameras. Lo and behold, two men clad in black suits look very similar in stature, uh, Facial structure. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. it's it's kind of a blurry camera, yeah. but the stature thing. You know, they're very like they're almost identical height, mm-hmm. and they have very similar bodies, yeah. and they walk in sync, and it's peculiar. It's real creepy. Yeah, they walk in. So Shane Sovar sees a video. It's posted. It's a real video. You can look up. Like uh, look up Shane Sovar, Men in Black incident. You'll probably you'll pretty much find it instantly. Um, it's two guys walking into the front of a hotel. Um, very unsettling. So apparently there were some people, you know, eyewitnesses. One of the eyewitnesses said that she knows that they were reading her mind. Oh, of course. She doesn't know how, but she guarantees they were reading her mind. She felt it the minute they walked in. Um, but yeah, that's a Shane Sovar incident. I think it's super interesting because, I mean, it's caught footage of, mm-hmm. well, you know, a man in black. And uh, it's very peculiar the way they're walking. The way they're dressed, the way they look very similar. Shane Sovar didn't have any further incidents, I don't believe, afterwards. Um, and really quick, let's just throw Dan Aykroyd in there. Oh. Dan Aykroyd, a weirdo. Uh, he's a he's an inch, he's a weird guy. Well, I mean, he's an artist, so all artists oh. are kind of weirdos. The the Ghostbuster scene where he has ghost sex. Oh, I forgot about that. He insisted that that be put in there oh. because 
I believe he said he's had ghosts, ghost sex before. Oh, okay. Or or perhaps it was a friend of his. But ghost sex is a thing that he fully believes in, and he insisted that be in the movie. That scene needed to be in the movie. <laughs> it didn't need to be in the movie. It served no purpose whatsoever. They're Ghostbusters. Why are you letting a... Oh. Hmm? Uh, so yeah, there's that. Uh, but so Dan Aykroyd was making a show on like, you know, UFOs and stuff and the truth, right? Mm -hmm. And then he said, apparently he goes outside and there's some dude in like a black Cadillac. He's like out of the Cadillac, like looking at him. He's in a black suit. And Dan Aykroyd's like, that's weird. (laughs) And then he goes back inside and they're like, yeah, we're canceling the show. (laughs) And he's like, what? Uh, And he's like, yeah, it's canceled. And so he insists that the men in black canceled it. Hmm. But yeah, that's uh, all I have on the Men in Black. Uh, <clears throat> oh, uh, so I have one little thing to add. So, in the UK, there actually was a Men in Black back in, uh, up until 2009. So, it was essentially just this dude who worked at a desk, and uh, when people were like, hey, the Freedom of Information Act, I want to know about aliens, and he would send it to them. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, so that was the black. That's solid. <laughs> and, uh, alright, so, uh, theories. Uh, essentially, it's thought of that, because al- almost all of these are during the Cold War, so, uh, it's just kind of thought that, like, the U.S. government would put a lot of, like, focus on any kind of weird thing happening, in, mm-hmm. in case it's the Russians. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, that's kind of thought what it's thought it is, just because, like, the government kind of made it seem more important than it was because of the Cold War. Well, yeah, it blew everything up in the Cold War. Yeah. Like, everything got blown out of proportion. Yeah, Cold War is a weird time. It was. Um, but yeah, that's, that's about it, huh? Yeah. Yeah, so this was our episode on The Men in Black. Uh, if you liked, please uh, listen to our other videos, share with friends, Share with guys you see walking around wearing black suits who don't quite look human. Share with anybody. No, wait. Um, don't tell them. Don't let the men in black know about this. About us spreading the truth. The truth! <laughs> yeah, tell everyone but the men in black. It's a knock on the door. Uh, yeah, share with uh, everybody. Post uh, if you'd like. Add us. Send us uh, your own incidences and whatnot. Um, thank you guys for listening. This was Creepy Crawling Cryptids with Adam Gonzalez. And I'm Jesse Espinosa. And uh, we'll see you next time. Oh, there's someone out the door. We <laughs> should go get it. Oh. <laughs>